Bulls. Welcome back, everybody. This is Balls and Beers, the final week, decision week. 34 weeks are in the book, and we've come down to the last round, 15th round, final lap, final turn, final twist, whatever other analogy we use during the season, it all comes to an end today. The final rounds of predictions. Who can overtake me as a balls and beer champion? Let's find out. The guy is looking to do that. David Arona. It's the final countdown. Lewis, final what are you doing? Countdown. Oh, come on, dude. Rights, rights. Bobby Lepe. Yay, sorry. I was impatient. I bought I opened it up early. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It wouldn't surprise me if you've been drinking the whole week leading up to this. But it's all good. Wow. Okay. And I am. That's pretty hard. I'm just saying. I'm not calling you an alcoholic. I'm just saying. You're prepping for this week. (laughs) Bobby, I wish you drank every day. Oh, my God. It's the only way I can get by. There you go. (laughs) And I am your host, Louis Barone. 35 weeks later, we have yet another guest expert on the show. He is a local boy here from Upland, California. He is a current voice of uh, the RSL broadcast and a former player, formerly of the New England Revolution, formerly of the Miami Fusion, formerly of the Columbus Crew, the Dallas Burn, and very briefly was part of the LA Galaxy family. Ladies and gentlemen, here on the final week of Balls and Beers, Mr. Brian Dunseth. How you doing, Brian? Yeah, I'm good, guys. I'm good. Appreciate the time. I'm uh, I'm happy to join you guys on the uh, the final match day, decision day, in decision Major League Soccer. Day. Yeah, it's actually uh, it's going to be one hell of a decision day. There's so many things up for grabs, uh, including the supporter shield, the final two spots in uh, the Western and well, final spot in the Western and Eastern Conference, uh, the number one and two seeds. In the Western Conference, it's it's shaping up to be a fantastic decision day. It is. It is an exciting one. Uh, and by the way, why isn't anyone talking about Atlanta United being the best team in MLS history after Toronto FC took 69 points last year? And uh, how fitting is it that Tata Martino in his last regular season game can set the record for points after kind of the announcement this week that... Uh, He's leaving the club and, and most likely heading off to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. News of that broke out uh, today, actually, that uh, Atlanta United officially says that uh, Tata Martino did not renew his contract with Atlanta oh, mm-hmm. um, and pretty I, much confirming I can probably, that he took the Mexico job. I can probably answer Brian's question, though. It's, it's simply because uh, Atlanta United has not won the Canadian championship. It's that simple. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah, there is... That there is some silverware missing in that trophy case. Um, you know, if they win on Sunday, they get the supporter shield, which will get them into that Champions League uh, next season. And uh, they're heavy favorites to win MLS Cup. So should they do that? Should they win both of those trophies? I think you could consider Atlanta the best MLS team in history. And going into the Champions League, you got to figure that they are probably one of the favorites to take the whole thing, even without... Talk yeah. to Martino, uh, or even what we suspect uh, Miguel Almiron to be out, but um, Atlanta is already replacing him, uh, going down Argentina and getting some even more talent. So they could actually even be better off next season. 
Yeah, Piti Martinez is quite the player. Um, but whether it's Skeloto, whether it's Gallardo, uh, how pissed is Mateus Almeida right now that he took <laughs> San Jose of all teams, knowing that now Atlanta United is wide open? You know, I'm sure he knew what he was doing uh, going into San Jose. I think maybe Atlanta might have been, you know, it's it's a different challenge for sure. Uh, it's one thing to say, look, I, I'm taking the best team and hoping to keep them at the top, which is a challenge in itself. It's another thing to say, I am completely rebuilding this team from scratch, and this is going to be my project all the way. So I think he's probably more interested in that project than it is. I already have a teammate. I just got to make sure to keep winning games. So <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, that's like the third or fourth time that San Jose Earthquakes has said they're rebuilding from scratch. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Well, I mean, as you, Gallag- you can, uh, like like Colorado Rapids, you can continue to say it, but until you do it, it means absolutely nothing. Yeah, exactly. But as Galaxy fans, none of us are complaining over here, so <laughs> we we welcome the uh, you know the, the dumpster fire that is San Jose every single yeah. time. All right, Brian. So here we are, final final week. Are you ready to do this? Uh, I'm not sure if I'm ready, but I'm about to, so let's do it. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. Yes. Let's go ahead. Let's jump right in. The final predictions coming up. Final 11 games. Before we get to that, let's go ahead and recap what happened in week 34. Winner of week 34, Bobby. Good. Coming in Bobby. with a record-breaking performance. Ooh. <laughs> Bobby gets... Bobby gets 30 points for the week, uh, which is not uh, a single uh, week record. It's 31. So he was one short, but Bobby does uh, break his personal record of 29, which he accomplished like a week or two ago. So three, three, um, three or locks 28. Down too. Three locks down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he joins the 30 point club uh, along with David. I am ironically the only one who has not joined the 30 point club. <laughs> Um, Bobby went 11 and four, 11 wins in a week is a balls and beer record here, here breaking the previous record of 10. Uh, yep. He he's come to play those championship rounds. Bobby has done very well. So, uh, he's, he's definitely fighting. Um, so Bobby, since you won the week, you're going to have an extra double down and you're going to need it because you had some catching up to do, uh, last week. Uh, you're, 42 points behind me. So you had some catching up to you and you did do that. So that uh, extra double down, I'm sure will come in handy and I'm pretty sure you're going to use it. Uh-huh. And I'm fairly certain. I know which one you're, which game you're going to use it on, but mm. we'll find out. I am in second place for the week at eight and seven, 18 points. So Bobby actually gains 12 points on me, David six and nine for two points. And our guest wow. expert, Kevin Baxter also with a six and nine record one point that uh, that double down, the second double down that you guys convinced him to do, yeah, that was his undoing <laughs> right him. there. It saved him. <laughs> no, was it his undoing. No, because his second double down was on LAFC, which did not. Oh, win. that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, if he would have kept his bet, I mean, he still would have lost it, but he wouldn't have gotten the extra points. So Kevin would have actually had five points instead of one. Good news, Kevin, is that you did not lose any points. Um, so you know, you got that going for you. Um, could have been significantly worse. So, going into decision day, this is these are the five or the the current overall standings. I'm in first place, 170 points. Bobby has gained some ground on me, 
at 140, still 30 points behind. It looks like it's a pretty tall order going into decision day, but anything is possible. He still has, has a shot. Unlike last season, these guys still have a shot. Completely leapfrogs David, who had a, a horrible week, 28-point swing, and David goes down to third place, 123 points. Hmm. So 17 points behind Bobby and the guests at 107. And it looks like the guests may be out of the running for at least uh, first place. I think the only chance that they're going to get is if Brian gets all these games correct. <laughs> it, in which he can do he it. Would, he can do it. He I can do Brian. it. I, I, I believe in you, Brian. Uh, you have to get all the games yeah. correctly. You would get all the points that you earn. Double those points. That might uh, get you to the top. Who knows? Here's the thing. In picking these games personally, I had no trouble picking any of these games. I don't think there's a lot of variation this week. For me, the games were pretty clear-cut. Let's find out if, it, if that is the case indeed. Let's begin, guys. They're all on Sunday. They all start at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. So here we go. First game, we just talked about them. Atlanta, they go up to Tor Toronto. So the final game is pretty much the passing of the, uh, the torch there. Toronto was the best team. They're about to give it to Atlanta. Does, does Atlanta take that torch? What do we say, guys? David, let's start with you. Uh, yeah, I have to say that Atlanta, they're playing for the Shield. They really, really want to not only break the record, but also secure that supporter shield because they've got one eye on the Red Bulls, making sure that they don't overtake them uh, by dropping points. So I'm going to go Atlanta over Toronto. Confidence of three, my lowest confidence of the week because I have to swing for the fences on the rest of my games. All right. So you got one for Atlanta. Which is ironic. You're swinging for the fences and you're not going big. I, I have a feeling about this game. Atlanta. I have a feeling this, this Atlanta might stumble here. God dang it. I should have doubled Atlanta now. <laughs> Bobby, what do you got? Nope. Bobby's not here. Bobby's not here. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll move on. Yes? Yeah, there I am. My mic went out. Sorry. Okay. Oh, uh, we are. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So, uh, Technical difficulty. We're good. We're good. Bobby. Yeah. Okay. So Toronto versus not... Atlanta. Okay, as much as we said before, uh, a lot of things happening with uh, Atlanta right now. And I'm not really sure how they are mentally, to be honest. Um, I've seen their skill and confidence on the ball kind of wane in the past weeks. Um, not as 100% as they usually are. Um, but I'm not saying that they're not the great team naturally as they are. Uh, but, I'm gonna, but I have a feeling again as well, just as David, too. So I'm going to go with the draw here with the confidence of three. You have a draw. Okay, I have you down as something else. Did I make a mistake? Hold on. Where am I looking at? Nope. I am wrong. Atlanta three. I'm looking at the wrong. I'm all off right now. <laughs> wow. Well, good. This is this. this I, I know. Well. This Give is man another beer. Give <laughs> another beer. <laughs> I wow. think this trophy is safe in my hands here. All right. So we've got Atlanta. We got two Atlantas. Two uh, confidence of three. Yeah, they're not confident in them. Brian, where's your confidence level at in this game? Atlanta, confidence level five. I don't see anything in Toronto that leads me to believe, even on their last day of the season, arguably the best collective group put together with how horrible they've been this year, uh, home or away, it's excuse after excuse. Uh, it might it might not be Miguel Amaron and Tito Vialba, uh, but it's Andrew Carlton and Ezekiel Barco. 
uh, and Julian Gressel from Providence University. I got I got five beliefs, and I got Atlanta going through. Nice. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's really hard for me to bet against the or arguably the best team in MLS right now. And now going up against the biggest disappointment of 2018. Um, not sure what happened uh, in Toronto this season, um, but obviously that 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 final game against uh, Chivas Guadalajara might have been a, a should have been an indication as to how their season was going to go. I know they got to go up to Toronto, but look, they they have uh, the support shield in mind. There's they got to win this game. New York has. Uh, Cupcake, a cupcake game of their own. I got Atlanta winning this game. I'm not sure why I didn't lock it. I got a four, though. So, Atlanta. <laughs> we all, all just right. don't have that much confidence. <laughs> Brian is going to take take this down. I love it. <laughs> that's, that's only because I did the game in, in Atlanta this weekend. So, I, I might have some insider knowledge with regards uh, to what this is going to look like. Ah, there it is. Something that we're missing. I love it. All right, here we go. Next game, game number two, Chicago versus arguably one of the, if not the hottest teams in the entire league right now, DC United. Uh, uh, an amazing, amazing turnaround for them. Who wins this game, Bobby? Uh, I think this one's pretty clear. I just don't see anyone slowing down DC's momentum right now, especially not Chicago, not even at home. I predict another Rooney and Acosta show. Say good night, Chicago. So locking it, DC. David, do you agree? Yeah, Chicago is called the fire, but there is only one team bringing the heat, and that is DC United. These guys are unstoppable right now. I think they're going to steam all the way to MLS Cup. Uh, I'm going DC United, confidence of five, lock it down. That's two locks for DC. Brian, this is a no-brainer, right? Mm, I'm going to go the opposite direction. Uh, Gentlemen, uh, Chicago Fire went into Atlanta. They played them straight up. They lost 2-1. Back-to-back wins at home against Orlando and LAFC. Uh, I'm going to say 2-1 Chicago Fire putting on a show for the last game for Bastion Feinsteiger in a Chicago Fire jersey. I'm going to go a confidence level of four on this one. Wow. Brian is bringing it. Oh, my goodness. You know, I, I thought that, well, we'll get, I mean, I'll bring it up again after all the picks are done. But I'm thinking to myself, man, like, it's just going to be no variation. It's going to be a dull show. And there it is. Brian just comes out with uh, – with a hook that nobody saw. <laughs> we, the, he's, he's going for the MLS result uh, in Chicago. That's so interesting because over here, I'm thinking that DC cannot be stopped right now. They, they have so much momentum. They have so much confidence. Ben Olsen has said that he hasn't had this much fun coaching ever. And it's been a pleasure to be coaching uh, what, uh, after Wayne Rooney came in and what uh, Acosta has been able to accomplish ever since Rooney came in. I, I mean, they're on all cylinders. I don't, I don't, I don't see how I, I can bet on anybody. Um, even if this was at, oh, well, considering the fact that DC does have Atlanta's number, I would still be betting on DC here. Um, but yeah, I, I don't see how I can not bet on DC going up against uh, a, a much, much uh, weaker Chicago side. I got to agree with the guys here. I, I, I got to lock them. A five for DC. 
Wow. Okay, just a quick yeah. reminder since you locked it in. DC United has not won a game away from home since the opening of Audi Field mm-hmm. and Wayne yep. Rooney joined in the club. So I'm feeling good right now, boys. Thank <laughs> you. They've, they've, also, they've also clinched the playoffs, I believe. So I might, now might be a good time to rest uh, some guys. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, but, but DC could, home could field move advantage. up. Yeah, exactly. They can move up the ladder yeah. and actually host that play-in game which is extremely important right. because if that stat is correct, that they have not won outside of uh, uh, outside of home since Audi Field opened, they want to be in Audi Field for that play-in game Absolutely. before the one-on-one uh, yeah. series comes in. So they actually do have a lot to play for. So I think DC completely uh, keeps rolling. Let's go ahead and move on. Colorado versus Dallas. Colorado out. Long out. Dallas can still uh, has a chance for uh, uh, one of the top two spots in the Western Conference. It is between, well, actually, it's actually between four teams. Seattle can actually move up to number two. Um, a lot has to happen, but they can go up to number two. Who wins up in Colorado, David? Uh, I really, I was really apprehensive about picking Dallas for this one, uh, but they they haven't been terrible on the road. Um, Colorado, they have a little bit of a home field advantage, but they're so bad. They're so bad. They play such anti-soccer. I'm, I'm, I don't know what to call it. So I, I have to go with Dallas here. Confidence of five. It's a lock for Dallas, Bobby. Yeah, Colorado coming back from a draw back in San Jose, which is kind of a win for them. Uh, Dallas coming from what I thought was an embarrassing loss to uh, the Western contenders, SKC. I felt like SKC basically bitched up, slapped them, and told them to stay down. Um, now Dallas has a game to maybe get their results in Supporter Shield. But what better team to do it? Colorado. I think this should be another easiest pie game. So Dallas, Dallas must take this. Block five. I was going to say, what better team do you have? I would say San Jose, except San Jose beat them twice. So no, it has to be. It's actually, it's actually Colorado. Fact. That is a fact. That is, that's an, it's a crazy fact. Four wins and two of them came from Dallas. Brian, who do we got in this game? Dallas, Oscar Pereja, Poppy, my former teammate, uh, lock him in at five. Colorado sucks. They're terrible. Uh, 34 goals scored four, and they trade Dominic Baji. For Kellen Acosta, good player, but he's going to Europe. Uh, there's no goals in this team, and if Tommy Smith is in the starting 11, uh, it's going to be a merry-go-round in the back. So uh, I, I'm, I'm locking in Dallas for five. Yeah, th- this is an absolute no-brainer. Dallas has everything to play for here. Um, needing a win to stay um, in the the running for first in the Western Conference and uh, one of the by uh, the first two for a bye week in the uh, opening round. Colorado just bad. They can't wait to end this season. Yeah, they they got that surprise uh, victory in Minnesota, but um, I-, I consider that an anomaly, much like San Jose beating Dallas. I have. <laughs> I have no choice but to lock Dallas as well. It's a no-brainer, guys. It's five on Dallas. Kansas City versus LAFC. This is one hell of a game. Uh, Pretty much first place up for grabs here. Kansas City can lock it up. LAFC, depending on other results, can be uh, put into the uh, play-in game on a collision course. Uh, Should the Galaxy win their game, they would be facing off in that uh, opening round, which would probably put Seattle and Portland as well. That's Those are some hell of a matchups in the Western Conference. 
who wins? Bobby. Uh, like I said, after last week's performance against Dallas, I probably should put a lock on, a lock on SKC, except there's been times where I've been bitten in the past with, with uh, putting my confidence on top of them. I see this as a SKC win at home for sure. They're fighting for that supporter shield, although I wouldn't be surprised if there was an upset. So I'm going with SKC, confidence of three. All right. David? Uh, Kansas City got the better of LAFC when they played them at uh, Bank of California. They gave LAFC their first loss in their home. Uh, Zlatan has decreed that he wants LAFC in the first round. Then we will have some fun. I think uh, Kansas City wins here to make that happen. Confidence of five. That's another lock for David. Brian, uh, we're all a little biased when it comes to uh, LAFC here, so... <laughs> um, you know, are, are we seeing something that, you know, that our hearts just absolutely desire or, or not? <laughs> yeah, no, I'll leave you hanging on or, um, I'm, listen, you're talking to an Angels fan and a Clippers fan. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go, unfortunately against you guys, I'm going to say it's a draw one, one sporting Kansas city drew RSL and LA galaxy, their last two home matches. I love what Peter Vermes is doing in Kansas city. Uh, but unfortunately, this isn't an expansion team for Bob Bradley. So uh, I say 1-1 draw at Sporting Kansas City, confidence level three. All right. That's actually not a bad pick. Um, <laughs> it was something that I was I was contemplating as well. But Kansas City, I mean, they went into Dallas and just smacked them in the mouth. And now they're right. at home. Um, it's been said that, it, that um, it's one of the toughest stadiums to play in in the entire league. And this is voted on by players. So... LAFC with a weak defense, they leak in goals. Kansas City can score them. They found their scoring touch. So I'm going to go ahead and say Kansas City takes the Western Conference, gets the number one seed. They win this game. Confidence of three. We're going to go ahead and move on to Columbus versus Minnesota. Columbus has been hemorrhaging points and what should have been a sure playoff spot is all of a sudden in jeopardy should they not win this game and Montreal wins their their game uh, up in New England. Luckily, they play Minnesota that has only won one road game this season that was back early in the season against Orlando. And I remember that because I got 10 points on Orlando and I'll never forget that. So... What happens up in Columbus, Bobby? Uh, the crude failed me last week. I could have gotten more wins if they just if they just held on and won that game. Anyways, <laughs> uh, losing to Orlando, nonetheless, and then giving a penalty kick in, past the 90th. Ugh. Anyways, this game is a must win. La- last week was, and so is now, especially. The game should be uh, for sure for club. But Minnesota's coming from a 3-1 loss to the LA Galaxy last week in front of a record-breaking crowd. And their last home game of the season. Now Minnesota, you know, like you just said, Lewis, the worst away team historically in the MLS play away. And um, they have nothing to win for. So please, crew, don't fail me now. I'm actually going to go ahead and double down. Go Zardes, go Iguain. Ten points, crew. Whoa. Oh, I, it's actually the one that I had in mind that you were going to double down, yep. uh, to be perfectly honest. That's the one. It was All right. obvious, I thought, in it, your mind. Th- there was actually, <laughs> for me, there was actually... Uh, if I had a second double down, I would have put it on another game, but I knew that you wouldn't put it there. And, I'll, and I'll, when we get to that game, I'll explain why. David, let's hear your pick. 
Yeah, I, the Columbus crew has to win. Sorry, Crew SC has to win. Um, Minnesota, well out of the playoffs. They're not good on the road. Columbus is hanging on for dear life. It's time for Greg Berhalter to cho- to show us why he is what seems to be the only candidate for U.S. men's national team coach. Uh, it would be pretty embarrassing for the crew to miss out on the playoffs, only for him to go and coach the national team. Um, I have to I have to put it all in the crew. Uh, confidence of five. That's two locks on Columbus. Brian, who do you got? Uh, former player. Uh, I MC the crew rebrand. I'm going to call it crew. I won't call it crew SC because Anthony Precourt can take the SC down to Austin. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> uh, it'll be a celebration. Uh, they'll call it Moffray stadium. As far as I'm concerned, Lamar hunt, it's crew stadium. Uh, and yes, uh, saved the crew, not save the crew, saved the crew. So I'm going to lock it down. Five Columbus crew, Papita Iguain, Justin Miram and company do the business, uh, against Minnesota United, even though I love Adrian Heath, AKA Inchi. (laughs) Inchi. Do we get an explanation for that? That's his nickname. Inchi. Is he? Okay. I never heard of that. Interesting. Yeah, under why? And it's only All for right. what's on the field. Just to be clear, that's why they call him Inchi. <laughs> that's, just, that's what Lewis was trying know, to get that, out of you. That's, that's what, what I was like. I, I, I want. I want some explanation to that. <laughs> that's I don't just need to clarify. I just wanted yep. explanation. <laughs> yep. Just wanted right. to clarify. All right. All right. That's a good. Friend. I'm glad we clarified that. All right. Um, <laughs> look, Minnesota, a horrible road team. They they, they actually lost back to back games at home where they had the most wins out of anyone in the Western Conference, scoring the most goals, and yet they were shut out and uh, only scored one against the Galaxy. They have nothing to play for. Columbus is fighting for their playoff life here. I have no reason not to bet on Columbus here over Minnesota at home. That place is going to be rocking. I got Columbus locked as well, guys. It's a five. Okay. Ah, no movement. The, no movement. I got, the, I got, I got let's my double go. down on it, so I'm good. Yeah. yeah. So you got five more <laughs> points should you win that game. Go, Minnesota. All right. Uh, New England versus Montreal. Oh, Montreal is a team trying to catch Columbus. They need to win this game and have Columbus not win their game. A draw would also, and uh, coupled with the Montreal win, would also have Montreal stealing that sixth spot. Can they do it? David, let's hear your pick. I mean, whether they can or not is is up to the, the players, but they have to. They have to do it if they want to stay um, if they want to stay in the hunt. I think New England is ripe for the taking. I was we were very right about New England from the beginning of the season. We did not have them making the playoffs. They kind of showed us a little bit and then they kind of petered out. Um Maybe because they were too nice to each other in the locker room. I don't know what's going on with Brad Friedel's teams. And me. <laughs> um, well played, good sir. Well played. <laughs> but, but overall, uh, you know, maybe Montreal gets the win here. Confidence of five. Ooh. It's another lock for David. Wow. Uh, so if you're, keeping, if you're keeping score, David has locked everything except for Atlanta, ironically. <laughs> Bobby, Remember when you used to get mad here? at me about that? Anyways. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You guys covered pretty I, much the entire thing. I mean, Montreal is pretty the only team that really has anything to play for right now, um, except for New England at home, not you know being being losing or being slaughtered. Um, hopefully, this will be Piatti's show once again and show him what he's worth. So I'm going to go with Montreal with the confidence of three. All right, that's a three, not a lock. Nope, Brian. 
I think these are two teams that are essentially the exact same team. They, they replicate each other home and away. Uh, the difference is Piatti. The difference is Ty there. Um, God, I did, I did the New England game on Thursday out here in Salt Lake City, and they were miserable for the first 30 minutes of the game. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll give credit to uh, a Montreal Impact team that I thought Remy Gard would be fired 15 games into the season unceremoniously. Uh, even Joey Saputo's bitching and moaning in the press about how much money he's losing. <laughs> so uh, let's do the feel good. Let, let's do Montreal. Oh God, this is a horrible game. Uh, I don't know. One nil <laughs> on the uh, artificial surface of the Gillette stadium. Mm. I'm going to do a confidence level of two at best. Can I, can I do a 1.8 on this one? <laughs> no. No, I don't do decimals or fractions. No, no, no. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. My three semesters uh, at Cal State Fullerton and not declaring a major really screwed up my math. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, you know, he, he has a point as far as the games, as far as they're concerned, this is probably as close to a skip pick on uh, – on decision day, as you're going to get, as every other game has something there. Uh, but whether Montreal or Columbus makes it, um, I think I, everyone is probably on board with Columbus because they were saved and, you know, it's that feel good story for them. But Montreal, they have, it's a must win. They need to go up to New England and get three points. New England, not a very good team. I'm going to have to go for the team that actually is playing for something. I got Montreal winning this game, and I got a confidence of three. New York versus Orlando. New York looking to leapfrog Atlanta in the standings and win that supporter shield. They got the perfect opponent in front of them. So, who do we got? Do we even have to do we even have to actually say our picks here? It's pretty obvious. <laughs> but let's find out. Maybe, maybe David has a feeling of his boys. Ooh. We'll start with Bobby, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, cute win last week, Orlando. Incredibly cute. Um, New York Red Bulls. Uh, I think they'll be ending their season as Supporter Shield uh, winners. Um, I, guess, I guess, depending on what happens with Atlanta, of course. So I get double down, New York, 10. 10 on New York. David, do you have any feelings this week? Well, uh, certainly the feeling that I had about Orlando last week was right. I just had it in the wrong place. Uh, or I had Orlando <laughs> I had Orlando winning a game last week. I picked the wrong game. I, I had no idea that that was going to turn out the way it did. But, uh, yeah, these guys, Columbus. there's no way. They're, yeah, they're going to... They're going to to Red Bull Arena, one of the tougher venues to play in uh, for opponents. It's it's the last day. It's the supporter shield is on the line, and they're hoping for uh, Atlanta to stumble. This is the Red Bulls all the way. Double it down. Confidence of ten. That's a ten for New York. It's two tens for New York. Brian. Oh, boy. Uh, poor Orlando City. Here they were firing Jason Christ midseason, and their replacement has two wins uh, in the 16 games he's been in charge. If you're an Orlando City fan listening to the show, please tag uh, or send all your hate tweets to at LA is our house. Do not send them <laughs> to me. Um, I would prefer 
to uh, to go with New York Red Bulls on this one. Uh, I'll say 3-0 win, uh, lock it in at five. Lock it in at five. We still love you, Elliot, by the way. We just, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Orlando is what it is. Um, yeah, it's New York Red Bulls versus Orlando. It's 10 on New York. Let's move on. <laughs> Yeah. NYCFC versus Philadelphia. Let's go to the other New York team who, before Patrick Vieira left, was probably or should have been in the running for Supporter Shield. What a three-way race it would have been on decision day. But now NYCFC could very well go down to not even hosting the play-in game, depending on some of the outcomes of these games. And they got a pretty hot Philadelphia team. Lost last week against New York at home. Do they rebound? David, these were your former boys. <laughs> yeah, like I, like I said, I, I still have a ticket for the uh, apparently Bobby Warshaw-driven Philadelphia train. But I was I was the engineer. I built that train. Um, I have to go with Philadelphia this week. Uh, NYCFC is just a mess right now. I don't know if there's any fixing this. I can't see them going beyond the first round in the playoffs. Um, I have Philadelphia. Lock. Confidence of five. Bobby? What do you got in this game? Yeah, um, NYCFC right now kind of feels like that episode in The Simpsons where Sideshow Bob is out in, out in the front yard and every step he takes, he hits another rake that hits him in the face. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel like <laughs> NYCFC is right now. Uh, last week, they were totally outclassed by DC, and I'm afraid this may happen again with Philly, although New NYCFC has an incredible advantage at home, so I'm seeing this as a draw, confidence of two. All right. So we actually got two different bets. Stop the presses. Brian, <laughs> who do you got in this game? Well, if Alejandro Bedoya and Harris Madunian were bitching and moaning about Phillies field, wait till they get up to Yankee Stadium. Uh, this one, NYCFC, I don't care how bad they are. This is a matchbox. It's like playing at Spartan Stadium, the old home of uh, the San Jose Clash. Uh, I nice. say 2-1 NYCFC at home, confidence level four. There it is. Three different bets, uh, which is actually a first so far. Um, eight eight games in, and we finally got three different bets. I got to agree with somebody here. And ironically, I'm glad this is the one that has three different bets because it is the game that I had the most trouble with. I said I had one game that I had trouble picking uh, a, a result here. Um, Yankee Stadium, as Brian said, it, it's... Very, very small field. NYCFC has a huge home field advantage when it comes to that. Now, they may not be winning games, but they're certainly not losing them at home. Philadelphia, I'm not sure if that you know plays to their strengths or not. I know they can create chances, but with a smaller field, it gets a little tougher. It gets a little bit more compact. And he's not going to be happy, but I have to agree with Bobby here. I think it's a 1-1 draw, and I'm going to put a confidence of 2 on it. You're the one I need to catch up to. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's move on. Vancouver versus Portland. Vancouver eliminated from the playoffs. Portland hoping to uh, host the play-in game. I don't think they can have any chance for uh, for the two-seed. 
So they also have something to play for, trying to move up to number at least to number four. Who do we got in this game, Bobby? Oh yeah, um, like you said, Lewis, I kind of have a feeling in this game. Portland's already qualified. Vancouver's out. I guess the only thing really is, you know, the hometown pride. I don't see Vancouver really laying down flat for Portland. Um, Portland's going to come and show up, but I don't think they're going to pull out all the stops. So I'm really seeing this as a draw. Here we go with the confidence of three. All right. A draw with a three. David, who do you got? I'm, I'm over here sucking a lemon because this is the exact same bet that I have. Uh, I, I think Portland comes in trying not to get hurt. Uh, I think that Vancouver, like Bobby was saying, um, trying to put on that hometown pride, but I, I don't think they have enough. So uh, I'm going to go Portland and Vancouver draw confidence of three. Exact same bet. Brian, who do you got? Well, at least it's only a lemon, right? Um, I'm going to go uh, <laughs> Portland. Uh, 2-1 winners on the road in Vancouver. Vancouver out. Nothing to play for. Uh, coaching staff unceremoniously pushed aside. I know they got uh, a good result in L.A. on the backside. Alfonso Davies will probably run through 37 Portland players and score a goal. Uh, but I still think this is a I'm, I'm going to go Portland 2-1 winners over Vancouver. Confidence level four. Wow. All right. It's high on Portland. I love it. Um, I know Portland is a better side. I know they hiccuped um, late in the season after going, was it four months without losing a game? And they still had to wait until last week to actually clinch a spot. It's, it's unbelievable to even say that sentence. And when they did hiccup, they had a lot of trouble on the road. I think that kind of continues, but not as much. I got it at 2-2. I also have a draw, guys. I also have oh, it at confidence God. of three. Killing me. Wow. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Which is, uh, now you guys understand the emoji that I randomly sent. It's That's when I started looking at your picks and writing them down. I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Seattle versus San Jose is our next game. Bobby, let's start with you. Oh, man. It's talking to me a lot today. Um, Seattle went over Houston last week. It uh, was unconvincing for me. Uh, I, I just, it just wasn't convincing. I didn't, I didn't see them playing so great. But they should be able to outplay San Jose at home. So I'm going to go ahead and hesitantly actually give them a confidence of three. Wow. At home against... Four wins, San Jose, and you're hesitantly betting on Seattle. Yeah, but you have, so to see, you have to watch how they're winning these games. They're not winning that great. They're not so uh, dominant. I, I, so, so that's the thing. I think Bobby said it during the nine game. That during the nine game win streak, Bobby said they're not playing well. The very next week, he bet on Philadelphia and he won that game. Yep. <laughs> and then he bet with the Galaxy. He won that game as yep. well. So there it is. Can't argue with those results. David, where's your confidence level I, at in this game? I think you guys are missing out on the bigger story here. Um, San Jose, we, as an LA Galaxy pod, uh, Center podcast, we give San Jose uh, fans and, and the team itself a lot of shtick. And I, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, congratulations on winning the Anthony Precourt Memorial Wooden Spoon we, the LA Galaxy supporters will hand it over to the San Jose supporters. There is nothing sweeter than that. Um, San Jose, four win San Jose. 
there's no reason why they don't lose. Matias Almeida is not in charge yet here. We'll we'll see what, what comes of them next year, but Seattle's got this. I have to lock them. Confidence with five. It's a lock for Seattle. Brian? Oh, boy. Uh, I, I was joking around with Matias Almeida earlier. Uh, this is going to get worse <laughs> as the season ends. Uh, poor Chris Wondolowski. He's going to get his, his contract option picked up, but he's not going to touch Landon in this one. Uh, I'm going to say 3-0. It's going to be a party in Seattle. And uh, I'm going to do confidence level five. And, and what do I call it? I want to double down on this one. Ooh, yes. That's, that's it right there. That's a 10 for Seattle. Now, this is the game. If I had an extra double down, I would be doubling down on this game. Now, I knew that Bobby wouldn't be doing that because he only had three. So there's no way that he probably put his double down on this game if he didn't have that much confidence on Seattle. But there's no way that I cannot lock Seattle at home. Also, um, one of the hotter teams, another team that made a huge turnaround in uh, in July um, as they have the last three seasons. Going up against San Jose, who have been absolute trash this season, have beaten two opponents in Minnesota and Dallas, of all teams. And uh, they they deserve that wooden spoon. More, I mean, those are Chivas USA numbers right there. Four wins in the entire season. That is absolutely horrendous. Even our USL guys that we threw in last season didn't do that poorly. So oh, there's, yeah, there's, I, I am giving the business. Oh, extremely. <laughs> and, and here I thought I was being nice. Um, I'm uh. holding back a little bit. But yes, I did not win the, the week last week. I don't get to put 10 points on Seattle. Otherwise, I would have. I could only put five, five on Seattle. And finally, guys, our LA Galaxy take on Houston. An absolutely unprecedented run by the Galaxy, who at the start of their quote-unquote must-win games in the final five games of the season had an 8% chance to make the playoffs and suddenly, on decision day, they control their own destiny. Win, and you're in. So, who do we got? David? I have no choice. I have <laughs> to go. The Galaxy has to win. <laughs> Having said that, you know that, it, you, as everybody has said, AJ Delegars is going to come in and score that extra, that extra time winner, right? Or not extra time, but you know, stoppage time winner. Um, I have to go with our boys, though. The Galaxy, Zlatan is willing this team to victories. I have to go with them. Confidence of five. It's a lock for our boys. Bobby? Yeah, we're home. Uh, I feel the momentum. It's, it's, there's going to be a lot of support at the stadium. Uh, Houston has really nothing to play for. Uh, we have everything to play for. I was actually going to use my double down on this instead of the Columbus-Minnesota game because I just wanted to make it so much sweeter to end it on a Galaxy win at the end of the balls and beer season. But I have more confidence in Minnesota sucking away than Galaxy at home. So <laughs> I'm going to lock Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> playing the odds. Playing the odds. <laughs> oh, I love the maliciousness of you guys. This is amazing. <laughs> All right, so we got two locks on our boys. We have drank that Kool-Aid. Brian, who wins this game? 
So I'm only going to say it for financial reasons, but I'm going to go in an opposite direction <laughs> because if RSL makes the playoffs, that means I'm getting paid and I get one more TV game <laughs> to do. Nice. So, uh, I'm going to be super malicious on this one. Um, I'm going to say Mauro Menotas gets a goal. Uh, and it's going to be a 1-1 draw, Zlatan and Manota. So I'm going to say 1-1, confidence level 1 on this one. <laughs> All right, we got a draw. <laughs> and it's not an AJ goal. You know, if, if AJ does score that game tire in stoppage time, oh, no. I have no choice. It better be like on this. a header. Oh, and no. it, better, it better be yeah. on a header. <laughs> <laughs> I would have no choice but to say, yeah. Yeah, and shake his hand. Well, because dude, I mean, uh, you'd have to say, yeah, that the Galaxy had that coming for the way that mm. they the way that they traded away AJ. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah, it was absolutely terrible. So, but um, what's worse, AJ scoring or Leonardo scoring? Ooh, <laughs> nobody thinks about Leonardo anymore. So, uh, but, but the know, thing right? is, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if AJ scored because if, if 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 we're going to be eliminated, I want it to be AJ. I want it to be AJ. Yeah. I don't want anybody else on that roster scoring. If it's AJ, like I said, I would be disappointed, but it's 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 fitting. It really is uh, for him to be the one to eliminate this organization. And I wouldn't be too upset if it's a 1-1 game and if it's coming from him and him okay, alone. So first of all, I'm going to say that if that actually happens in reality, that's not how you're going to be. You're, you're going to be incredibly pissed. And you're not going to be a fun person. To be I'm going to be. I will have a tear. I will have a tear. But, but Brian will be happy. <laughs> but Brian, I'll be happy for Brian because he'll get paid. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be hoping Skelvik and Siani are in the starting eleven at Ooh, that point. No, too no, far, too saying. far, buddy. We went too far there. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, I'm going to say G. You know, hope yeah, Gio yeah. starts too. Yeah, Gio will play number ten right off the shoulder. Oh, no. will be on the bench. It'll it's going to be. Gonna be it, it, it's his last. last it's his last chance for the Geo hat trick that we've all been waiting for. Oh, all right, man. guys. So, so here, so here it is. Final five games of the season. You had Seattle. You had Vancouver. You had Kansas City on the road. You had Minnesota on the road. You did everything you had to do in those four games. Houston, out of those five, out of those of these five teams, Houston is the weakest of your opponents. It is absolutely, it would be so galaxy to have him do all this fun stuff and great things to get our, all of our hopes up, only to lay an egg in the final game of the season. And Houston, as we have said, week in, week out for 35 weeks, is so damn unpredictable. You bet against them, they're going to hurt you. You bet with them. They will hurt you. They are such an enigma. And the upset, it almost seems it almost seems predestined, doesn't it? It's just horrible. Has, has, now, anybody, usually, has anybody thought to look up what the Galaxy's record is against Dominic, former Dominic Kinnear coach teams? We will ask Josh that as soon as we <laughs> stop recording this. Um, so here's the thing. All season long, I have, especially on games like, like these, I have bet the maximum points on the Galaxy opposition, putting insurance and counter-jinxing them. And more often than not, the Galaxy have pulled off a result every single time I have done it. But we're in decision day. I want my trophy, and 
I'm going to pull this Angels in the outfield. I'm going to get you to the championship game, but you got to win it on your own. I cannot do it for you. Since we do not predict the playoffs, this is your championship game. It's a do or die right now. So for the first time all season, I'm putting five on the Galaxy. Let's go ahead. Let's do this, guys. You just barely you got put it. the lockdown? Man, that was a long, I bar- winding one, man. 35 <laughs> weeks, and I finally have full confidence in my team. Toned That's out for all a it took. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Galaxy lock, guys. I got Zlatan. I have faith in Zlatan, who has carried this team in the final five games. I have faith in Dominic Kinnear, who has got these guys to play, to respond to him. They are having fun. They are confident. They truly believe that they are unbeatable in the playoffs. They have said, Zlatan has said it. Nobody wants to play us in the play, uh, wants to play us in the playoffs, and he may very well have a point. Guys, let's do this. Here we go. And that concludes week 35 and season two of Balls and Beers. We will have the results for you next week. But it's been one hell of a ride. Brian, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a blast, guys. I appreciate the time. Make sure you let me know what uh, what scores look like. I'm going to be uh, hanging on the thread. I'll be on after on SiriusXM FC Channel 157. So uh, call me celebrating or call me crying. Let me know either way. <laughs> for sure. We will let you know. Oh, yeah. Definitely we will let you know. All right, Brian, where can the listeners find you on social media? Yeah, at Brian Dunseth, both, uh, both Twitter and Instagram. So uh, hit me up. Let's have fun. And, uh, gentlemen, I had a blast. Thank you for, uh, thank you for including me on the final day. Thank you. Well, we, well thank you so much. Uh, the pleasure was all, uh, all ours here. Guys, on behalf of the entire LA is our house crew, once again, thank you so much for listening. If you guys have stuck with us for all 35 weeks, we completely appreciate that. We had a hell of a lot of fun. It was it was a hell of a lot of stress as well. Hell of a lot of banter. Overall, I mean, it was a great success. We'll have the results for you next week, so stay tuned. One more week. This is David and Bobby signing off. Good night, everybody. Later. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.